Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. Welcome to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm excited to have you here, and we're talking about not letting your emotions drive the car of your life. Emotions are good things. You might not have been raised that emotions were good. You might have been raised that they needed to be put away, not felt, ignored. Um, But that's not why God gave you emotions so that you could struggle with them your whole life. He gave you emotions to help guide and direct you. He designed our emotions to give us information. That's how they guide and direct us. He didn't design them to be in control just to give us information. It's kind of... I don't know if it's ironic, but we can invite our emotions. If if our life is a car, we're driving our spirit-led self. Our born-again spirit in Christ gets to drive the car of our life. And our emotions should ride shotgun, where they are there to help read the map, observe things that they're seeing along the way, help us enjoy the journey. That's where they're meant to be giving us information, but we still get to drive. If we've been taught that they belong in the trunk, the thing is, they actually drive more from the trunk than they do from the passenger seat, because we think that we've got them out of the way. But somehow they, because they have messages that we need, they keep trying to get those messages through. And the harder that we try to push them away, the greater access they have to the gas and the brakes and sometimes even the steering wheel. Um, Because they're supposed to be paid attention to. So I guess would encourage you to stop and ask yourself, what do you believe about emotions? What were you taught about emotions? How were they dealt with? Um, Did your family have space where it was okay to feel what you were feeling and talk through that? Or was it, don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about. You don't need to be upset about that. It's not a big deal. Um, Don't get too excited. Like, what were the messages you got? And sometimes the messages are those verbal things that are spoken. But a lot of times those messages is the behavior and what people do much more than what they say. So what was done with emotions in your home? You know, if, like, did your parents cry in front of you if they were sad or upset? Um, Did they express anger or disappointment in healthy ways? Or was it scary? Um, Those behaviors are what trained you and conditioned you of this is how I see emotions. They're good or they're bad, or I can't deal with those. Um, So think about that, you know, did your parents model throwing the emotions in the trunk or did they model having them ride along and give information and be part of making life richer and more connected? Um. And I was thinking about, you know, been doing these doodles. And so I did 
one of me driving this little car with my emotions in the driver's in the passenger seat and, you know, driving along, like that's the way it should be. But then like the Lord was giving me these other pictures of like, sometimes we're going along with our emotions and maybe we've, we're letting them ride in the passenger seat. But when they start to share something with us, we're like, here, have a donut here, have some chocolate. I think we need some French fries, you know, or, um, here, why don't you look at my phone? Why don't you check Facebook? Why don't you check my email? Um, why don't you play Candy Crush for a while? And like all these different things that even if we've like opened the door to like, okay, you can get out of the trunk. Cause I also see like this picture of our emotions, like bound and gagged and stuffed in the trunk. <laughs> like I'm not dealing with you. I don't. And, you know, maybe we have some of our emotions bound and gagged and stuffed in the trunk of like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not looking at that betrayal or that um, wounding or whatever it was. Um, and then maybe we have some that we're like trying to have in the passenger seat so that we can start to connect with our emotions. But then when they come up and we're not sure what to do with them or we don't want to deal with them, then like I said, it's like, oh, here, have a donut have some chocolate. Why don't we scroll for a while? Um, you know, why don't we binge watch some shows on Netflix or, um, why don't we just stay really busy? Like I'm too busy to talk to you. I'm driving. I need to focus. (laughs) I need to focus. Don't talk to me right now. Um, or let's go shopping. Like, you know, all these different things that we're doing to try and keep our emotions shut down instead of listen to what they have to say to us. And if we shut them down enough so that, you know, they're like bound and gagged and stuck in the trunk, like I said, somehow from the trunk, they have more access to the brake and the pedal and the steering wheel than they do if they're in the passenger seat. Um, because they're trying to keep us from being hurt again, being rejected again, Um, You kind of have to explore for yourself, like, what's that, what's that thing that you're trying to hide from and trying to stay safe from? And your emotions are trying to do that for you, but they're not meant to drive. So they're not going to do a good job of it. It's going to cause problems in your relationships. It's going to cause that tension within yourself um, where if you can listen then you can get that information of, do I need to set a boundary here? Is there something I need to say? Is there something I need to change? But if the emotions are bound and gagged in the trunk, then it's easy to think that we're always the problem. And if we can just manage things better, everything will be okay. And that's not often true. Like, well, if we can manage things, it will change the outcome, but if we're trying to manage it from a place, I guess what I, what I see over and over again in myself and in the women I work with is when the emotions are bound and gagged in the trunk, we focus on trying to control how people see us, how they respond to us. Um, We try and manage their possible disappointments or frustrations, which are all things out of our control instead of focusing on 
our responses and our behavior and our feelings and our needs, the things that we actually are responsible for and do have control over. So when the emotions are riding shotgun and they're sitting beside us, they can give us that information of uh, you're neglecting yourself here or this person is violating this boundary or you know, you really need a break or you need to recharge. And this is something that you really enjoy. So it would help you recharge or we're doing good right now. So we actually have some capacity to see that other person hurting and get close to them and help hold their heart emotions, um, which is super important as a mom because our kids have big emotions and they need us to hold space for them. And If we haven't learned to do that for ourselves, then it's really hard to do that for them. Um, Awesome thing is that as you learn to do that for them and you learn to show up for them, you're also showing up for yourself and there's healing there. Um, But so I just kind of recap, you know, emotions are good. God gave them to you to help get you down the road and get you to where you need to be. They give you good information. Stuffing them in the trunk does not get rid of them. It just gives them access to operate unnoticed and unseen and cause all kinds of problems and detours and bumps in the road that you could have avoided if you knew how to listen to them. And, you know, if you grew up with it being modeled that they belonged in the trunk, then give yourself permission to learn what to do with them now. Forgive your parents because that's probably exactly what was modeled for them. And you're just doing what was modeled for you. So you can change. You can learn to get your emotions out of the trunk. And if they've been in the trunk your whole life, you probably want someone to help you do that because there's probably some stuff that feels pretty overwhelming and pretty scary in there. Um, So if you have a trusted, emotionally healthy person in your life that you can do that with, I'm available to do that with. There's lots of other coaches and things um, that are available to do that with. But I I hope the analogy of having your emotions ride with you in the car and give you information is a helpful picture of how do we bring emotions into our life, but not be emotional and not be emotion driven and, um, you know, not making emotional decisions because our spirit in Christ still gets to make the decisions. The emotions are just giving information because sometimes they'll give you information. They'll be like, okay, thanks for sharing that perspective, but that's not actually about this situation. That's actually about something that happened a long time ago or a little while ago. And so I say, I need to deal with that, but that's not relevant to this situation. Um, so don't let your emotions drive. And if you need help to figure out how to get them out of the trunk or how to stop um, trying to distract them and silence them with the shopping, the games, the screen time, the food, whatever it is for you, then please reach out to someone who can help you. 
And remember that your healing heals generations. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.